miss him, yes. I miss him here on earth, but thank God that Jeff had trusted Christ as his Savior. And we know that we'll see him in heaven. Yeah, it makes it hard here on earth. But it's just a short time in comparison to what uh, what eternity is. And so as I got home yesterday from the shock and excuse me I sat down and uh, <clears throat> did the only thing that I knew what to do at the time I just opened up the scripture and in my devotions yesterday Proverbs 14:32 came up and it said, the wicked is driven away in his wickedness. Oh, there's going to come time when the wicked are driven away, they're thrust down, they're cast down, they're going to be brought to their knees, and they'll bow their knee and they'll confess to God that Jesus Christ is Lord. We know that. But the last part of that verse says, but the righteous hath hope in his death. It's there that word hope has the idea of refuge. And it's there that the righteous find their refuge in the death of this old flesh. In a day when this flesh is cast aside, and we have that eternal body and the eternal life. And so, church family, I hope that you can understand the power of God's word the righteous hath hope in his death. I pray that our church family has that kind of hope. I pray that each and every one of you that are listening today have, have that hope. And that hope is a refuge. A refuge in our Savior. And so seek refuge with him. It says in Psalm 57.1, be merciful unto me, O God, be merciful unto me, for my soul trusteth in thee. Yea, in the shadow of thy wings will I make my refuge until these calamities be overpassed. You know, it just seems like we've just been hit one without, right after another <clears throat> over the last year or so. And God continues to show us that it's under the shadow of his wings that we need to stay. And I pray that we all do. And I pray that you always look to Him and trust Him and open up your hearts and your lives to Him and just trust Him to take care of you. Psalm 36, 7 says, How excellent is thy loving kindness, O God. Therefore the children of men put their trust under the shadow of thy wings. Then I know I... Seems like in just a conversation, and I don't even think I was a part of it, but I heard Wendy say that one of her favorite psalms is Psalm 91. We'll focus on verse 4, but I'll read the first three first. He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress, my God in Him will I trust. Surely he shall deliver thee from the snare of the fowler and from the noisome pestilence. He shall cover thee with his feathers, 
and under his wings shalt thou trust. His truth shall be thy shield and buckler. Same word shalt thou trust. Same word that we had there in Psalm 36, 7 and Psalm 57, 1 and Proverbs 14, 32. It's in him that we seek and find our refuge. And I pray that each one do during this. Some challenging days in our lives. And I pray that God will be honored and glorified in what we do, how we live as a church family, and that we're obedient to him. Let our church family step up and show the Crosscobs, all of them, Wendy, Alicia, Dustin, and Mallory, and all their family, all their children, that we love them. And God bless our church. God bless our church family. I do apologize for not having the outdoor service. We should have done that, but uh, just... uh, just didn't feel right. We have flowers for our mothers, and sorry you didn't get those. But I pray that your hearts will be blessed with your family today. And I pray that you will enjoy the time that you have with your family. And God bless our mothers. And so if you want to, you can take your Bibles to Proverbs. We're, we're going to be a lot in Proverbs today and just looking at a godly mother <clears throat> for a few moments and give some thought to this as we look at a godly mother. <clears throat> Proverbs 14, verse 1 shows us that she's a wise woman, and every wise woman buildeth her house. But the foolish plucketh it down with her hands, and we're not going to spend any time on the last part of that, but the first part of that, every wise woman, and wise, as we look through the Scripture, we find, especially in the book of Proverbs, when when we're looking at wisdom, and you can actually uh, compare wisdom that is talked about in Proverbs to Christ himself, and knowing that Christ's words were wisdom and knowing that God is wisdom and having given us that. But uh, in this, we understand that that wisdom then is taking the words of God and understanding what they are saying and then applying them to our lives. And, and so we have knowledge and understanding and, and one who is wise will take that and, and build her house. And she builds her house with stability. She is a a wise woman and skillful in the word of God and in God's will for her her life and for her family. And you go into Proverbs 31 and verse 10 through the rest of the chapter through verse 31 and, and we see there that uh, the virtuous woman is one that God blesses and, and truly blesses the family. And, and she causes her home to, to flourish. She buildeth her house to uh, 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 bring it to a point of looking and trusting Christ and 
walking with Christ. And remember what it said over in Psalm 127 and, and, and uh, verse 1. It said, except the Lord build the house, they labor in vain that build it. And, and so here, knowing and understanding that this woman, this godly mother, is one that is going to be uh, diligently working to help her family and to give her ham- or her family stability and to and to flourish in that which is spiritual that which is uh, true knowledge of the word of god and the application of it and and how how this world has has been shut down over the last 2 months and here we are in our 8th week of this and 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 preaching this way and and I can't but help see that god is doing this and and waking us up as as families and as believers today that how that we need to get back to what's truly important and and it's not all of these things that we had all of our children doing and running them to this and then running them to that and wearing them out as we are 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 filling their heads with all of the the schooling that they're getting thinking they have to have all of that to 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 flourish in this world and and to have all of these extracurricular activities going on because that's what's going to make them successful. And, and here God has pulled up the reins and said that this entire world needs to shut down and, and hold up. And, and God has done that. And, and we can say that it was a virus or we can say that it's the politicians, but it's God that's doing this. And, and look, until we understand and we truly open ourselves up to God and humble ourselves, it can get worse than what it is. You know how we need to realize that God is the one in control of these things and, and how that the number one issue that, that we need to be teaching our children today is, is teaching them the wisdom of God's Word and how to live. And so here we see <clears throat> she buildeth her house and she keeps the affairs of her home well regulated and in good condition. Proverbs 31 and verse 11, talking about the virtuous woman, it says, The heart of her husband doth safely trust in her, so that he shall have no need of spoil. The last part of Proverbs 31 and verse 28, Her children arise up and call her blessed, her husband also, and he praiseth her. You see, she builds her house with stability and she also, she builds it spiritually, and, and, and that truly does bring the stability in, in, in the family. In Proverbs 24, in verses 3 and 4, it says, Through wisdom is a house builded, and by understanding it is established. And by knowledge shall the chambers be filled with all precious and pleasant riches, and the chambers are the rooms of your home. And, and here, when we give thought to this, that... It's through wisdom. It, it, it's through the, the, the ability to take what you read in God's Word and, and you apply it to your life and, and you apply it to your family and, and you come together and you be the, the kind of family that God wants and that God is going to use greatly in, in, in this world. And, and in a world that's trying to destroy our families, we see that God is telling us that through His wisdom it can be built and be strong and and established through the understanding of God's Word. And by this knowledge shall the chambers be filled with all precious and pleasant riches. 
You see, I believe that during this time that, you know what we have found? We have, we have found that some of these families are completely falling apart right now because everything in their life was built upon the shifting sand. Everything about their family was built upon lies and thinking that they could do all of this on their own and that all is going to be okay because they just stayed focused on those things that could carry them away and keep them out of the responsibilities that God had for them. And now we see those families are falling apart because they built it upon a shifting sand. But I do believe that we are also seeing families come together. We're seeing families become stronger and stronger. Because it tells us that it's wisdom that builds a strong home. And it's understanding that gives it that establishment and makes it firm. And, and truly it's the, the knowledge then that, that is giving us a pleasantness about our homes again. A pleasantness of being able to sit down with, with your wife and, and your children and, and as a family to understand what's going on in their lives and and to be able to help them and, and realize that, that, that parents, so often we realize that, that we've been lost in, in all of these other things that are going on. And, and we've lost our own children. And, and, and here God is bringing that back and, and showing us what's important. And, and, and as we take the Word of God, and, and there are many that are doing that. And they're, and they're taking the Word of God and they're reading it and they're, and they're using it in their lives. And, and they're establishing their family to be what it is that God wants them to be. And, and then all of a sudden you start looking and you start listening. And, and now you find that the, the rooms of your home are filled with precious and pleasant riches again. Oh, we had all the noise of the world going on. And we couldn't hear the pleasant noises of a firm family that's honoring to God how we need to get back to what Proverbs 1 and verse 7 says, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. Proverbs 31 and verse 30, next to the last verse of the virtuous woman, favor is deceitful and beauty is vain, but a woman that feareth the Lord, she shall be praised. Maybe all those ladies that are taking so many selfies and trying to garner the attention of all these different men that are out there. Maybe they ought to reevaluate their lives and reevaluate their value and, and understand that their value is not on a, 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 a perfect complexion or, 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 a, or, or a lustful body that, that you think men are, are looking for. And, and rather, maybe you ought to understand that those things can be deceitful in your life and that beauty is vain and worthless, but a woman that feareth the Lord shall be praised. Maybe we should work a little bit harder on dealing with the heart rather than our cheekbones. <clears throat> Let us get back to what's pleasing and honoring to God, not what's pleasing and honoring to this world. You see, she's wise, a godly mother, and she builds her house with stability, and 
she builds it spiritually and go back to Proverbs 12 and verse 4 and it shows us that she's also honorable. A virtuous woman. One who is morally worthy. One who is valiant in her service to God. One who is efficient in her walk and helping her family to grow spiritually. A virtuous woman is a crown to her husband. I'm so tired of the ungodly women's movements of the day. All they're doing is trashing the very biblical commands of of the family and of a relationship. And they're devaluing who you are as a woman. God tells us that that virtuous woman is a crown to her husband. But she that maketh ashamed is as rottenness in his bones. You see, ladies, there's a lot of power in your life. There's a lot of influence in your life. And it needs to be godly. And it needs to be that which is cherished. Your kids aren't going to be impressed on whether you're in good shape when you're 70 as much as they're going to appreciate that woman that prayed for them, that helped them to make decisions that kept them out of lots of regret. That prayed for them and prayed and prayed and brought that prodigal son back. She was the one that was strong and held the family together many times because she's a crown of strength. She's a crown to her husband. She's praised by her family. She's loved by her children. I know this is on live stream, but Dustin said yesterday that he said, my dad told me that, he said, son, I'm proud of you for quit when you quit drinking and got your heart right. I know for a fact that Dustin quit drinking and got his heart right because he gave it in his own testimony and his own message because of the prayers of his mom. Ladies, you have a powerful impact upon the most important institution in this world. And it's your family. It's your family. And so we see that being honorable, she's a crown to her husband, to her family. She's strong in her walk. You look at Proverbs 31, verse 25. Strength and honor are her clothing, and she shall rejoice in time to come. Guys, how often, how often do we rely upon our wives? How often do we take that for granted? The strength that she is, the help that she is. 
Let us remember that and let us praise the Lord for that. And let us thank her for the help that she is to us. First Corinthians, it tells us in chapter 11 and verse 7, I find it interesting in the, in the, in the relationship. And you know something that, that I was thinking, and I know my mind's not doing very well right now, but I, I, was, I was thinking about in the scripture, we have, we have much evidence of the Father's love. We have, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. We, we know the love of, of the Father. We, we, we see that. We, we have experienced that when we trust Christ as our Savior. We, we see many times where, where it's referenced of that. And, and, but I, I find it interesting, and, and I don't know if there's just nothing... That there's uh, there's just nothing in this world that can compare to a mother's love. It says in First Corinthians eleven verse seven that the woman is the glory of the man. It says in First Peter chapter three the first seven verses that how we ought to love and respect our wives and do everything we can to take care of them. Proverbs eleven sixteen. A gracious woman retaineth honor. She attains it. She lays hold of it, of honor, of splendor, and of glory. She's one of excellence, one of grace, one of favor, an appearance of dignity. And the last thing that I see is back in Proverbs again in chapter 31 and verse 10. She's precious. Who can find a virtuous woman? For her price is far above rubies. She's valuable. She's hard to find. And her value is stated and recorded forever through the annals of time. The love of our mother. Let us be thankful for our moms. Men, if you're married, be thankful for your wife. Be thankful for the blessing that you have in that woman who is beside you. And love her and cherish her and be willing to give your life for her. Happy Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day. And God bless our moms. Let's pray. Father, we come to you and thank you. Thank you for who you are. Thank you that your attributes and who you are, you are good. Everything about you is good. 
there is no evil. There's only good. And in your goodness, you have displayed to us your grace, your saving grace, your sustaining grace. And Father, you have done so much for us as a family here, our church family, and I thank you. I thank you that even through the roughest of times, you're still good. And I thank you for your grace that you have shown us that we just can't even write it all down. And thank you for your mercy and your goodness. And Father, I pray that, first of all, that you would search the hearts of each of the moms that are out there today. Work in their hearts and encourage them in a special way today. Lord, I can't but help think of those that celebrating their Mother's Day first year without their son or their daughter. I think of Becky. I think of Jolene. I think of Carol. Lord, I pray that you'll put your hands upon them in a special way. As they're feeling that loss, I'm sure, in their, in their hearts right now. I pray for the Crosscob family today. Lord, I pray that your hand is upon them in a special way. Father, you tell us that what pleases you is a broken and contrite heart. Well, we're broken. And we just give it to you. We pray your hand be on each one in our church family. And I pray that you will be honored and lifted up. And I pray that you help those that are really struggling today. And I pray that our church family will grow stronger from all of this. And that you will be honored and glorified. And we love you. We ask your presence to be evident in our lives today in a special way. And Father, you will lift up those that are down and give them a day of special grace that they'll never be able to explain, but they'll know that it was from you. Guide and direct us, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, we're going to close with just one verse of what a friend we have in Jesus.
Thank you. You're dismissed.